This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Saturday Night Shaggy. It's been a minute. I think it's uh, has it been like two months, Vlord, since we last recorded? I think uh, probably. Though, if we go to a more regular release schedule, like the plan is, this will probably come out on a regular cadence with the last episode, so the listeners won't know the difference. <laughs> it's all an illusion. They won't know, but we're letting you know anyway because we're we're nice like that. Uh, but yeah, nobody expects a regular schedule from us. I mean, you, <laughs> or they shouldn't anyway. <laughs> God, it's not good to set expectations. <laughs> God, but uh, hey, what's up? It's SNS, and I am your regular host, Marion. And with me today, I have the usual suspects, B Lord and Sakaki. Say what's up. Say what's up. Hello. Oh my god. My humor is that, that sounded like some hello. <laughs> got mail. Hello, you got mail. You have five voicemails. <laughs> That's a lie because every time I call someone it says, This person has a voicemail box that has not been activated. Please call again. Nobody uses voicemails nowadays when you can just text somebody, right? I mean <laughs> Right. Oh my god. I can't believe we're, we're starting off the podcast just dating ourselves. <laughs> my humor is as dated as I am. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, you know what comes with old age. Lots of rests. Am I right, folks? <laughs> yeah. That, that was a nice transition. We're here today to talk about Insomniacs After School, which is uh, volume one by... Hold on, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Ojiro Miyazaki? Makoto. Makoto. <laughs> Makoto, fuck. <laughs> I, I was I, I knew it started with them, sorry. Uh oh well. Ojiro Miyazaki uh wrote this and, and drew it. Uh <laughs> it's a manga from was it from Spirits? Or is it from what magazine? Big Comic Spirits. Yep, the weekly guy. Big Comic Spirits, okay. Yeah, so mm, some spirits. I love that. Uh yeah, and this is a Shogakukan manga that uh, recently got published in English by Viz. Just right before the anime premieres, this, uh, in like a, like a week or two. Yep, April 11th. Yeah, for the spring season, which is, uh, it, that's cool. I, I, I knew about it, kind of flew under my radar because I was just busy. But uh, now that I've read Volume 1, I'm definitely interested and want to check out the anime. Uh, is it going to be on uh, High Dive? It will be. Oh, nice. Yeah, so another Shaggy exclusive for High Dive. They had uh, Urusei Yatsura, Call of the Night. They're getting they're getting Helic, Helk. Um, Helk? Oh, shit. Helk, too. I mean, no, I think I think the, the, the hero is dead is Crunchyroll. Yeah, I think that might be Crunchyroll. Yeah, the hero's dead is Crunchyroll. Okay. The sister one's also Crunchyroll. Okay, so... Yeah, so I mean, but still, like, uh, High Dive is getting a lion's share of the Shogakukan stuff. Like, yeah, and they're getting they're getting the stuff that matters too, you know? Yeah, fucking uh, Takahashi, um, Call of the Night. We got some fucking bangers. Yeah, and uh, this is also a banger, but of the of the light kind. This is the this is very relaxing. This this was a cozy ass read. Uh, Insomniac After School is about um, two kids in high school that, uh, they suffer from insomnia. They, they have trouble sleeping. They stay awake the whole night. Then they come to school tired and cranky with no respite. And, uh, they discover one day, uh, separately, um, this observatory on the roof of their school. And, uh, it was abandoned because of some, some tragic circumstances with, uh, one of the students, uh, ended up did she did, was it suicide did she kill herself or did she she just died 
uh, after a confession to someone and uh, one of the other uh, club members who was in love with her also went a little uh, mentally ill, I guess. And like, yeah, it, it just, it, the observatory got a bad rap and they needed to close it for, for the, the students' uh, peace of mind and shit. Uh, but yeah, the, apparently this is, this is the spot if you want to get some Z's because it is very comfortable and these two insomniacs managed to fall asleep with relative ease and it's like, it's so it's such a moment of triumph for them because they they finally feel the rest that they needed. Like their bodies were awake all this time. Like they 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 had to like find things to do because they couldn't fall asleep and stuff. And it's it's just very exhausting. And seeing seeing them in that state was like very satisfying for me to be honest. I feel like uh, one of the standout uh, I guess features or traits of, of like this uh comic is the fact that there's so much express uh, uh, there's so much expressiveness with the body language and like the the faces like i always know what someone is feeling just from the way that they're they're standing uh maybe they're slouching they got uh furrowed brows or whatever and like it, it's good because um i feel like we got a lot of um a lot of static faces in terms of like shape and like the way that uh, some characters may like smile or, or get angry or whatever is just like it just looks like the same face but like at a different angle or whatever. Um, but here you see, I don't know, like the the shape of the face like contorts to fit the emotion in a way. I don't know how else to describe it, but uh, no man, this is good cartooning. I love this. Yeah, I like how the kind of like you said the designs kind of very much warp alongside kind of the tone and the expressions of the characters yeah it kind of gives it this very nice like free form look rather than the characters looking very static i think that helps that like i feel uh ojiro she kind of like uh with her paneling she kind of emphasized a lot of the body gestures more mm-hmm. so than kind of the facial expressions a lot of the time. So you kind of see how these kind of bodies contort, especially in like more of the silent scenes very effectively. Yeah. You feel like actual communication from the body language in a way that like, you, there's so many scenes that have like little to no text or dialogue, yeah. but you still feel everything being communicated between the characters. Yeah. I, I, I mean, which is a staple that you find a lot in Sane in manga, but I think it's used very effectively here. I mean, I also find it funny that this is basically reverse Call of the Night, and they both started the same year. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. That's true. I had a so, like, that's that's really interesting to just kind of note that they both take this same kind of, like, premise and run in completely different directions with it. <laughs> so, obviously, we need a crossover, and it could happen. I mean, they're both in the same publisher, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, I I mean, definitely. Oh, sorry, Vila, what were you saying? Oh, no, no, go go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, I, I definitely couldn't, like, uh, co-sign with both of you or what you're saying. Like, one thing I really like about this artwork is it looks very, it looks very first serialization. You know, Vila told us off mic mm. that it, it's actually um, um, Ojiro's, like, second series. Well, more than that, actually, oh. when I was looking it up. This is her fourth long form series she's been doing manga since 2006 wow she started at uh kodansha uh in young magazine with uh kate keen then she went to futabasha in manga action with fujiyama-san wa shinshunki shinshunki yeah oh shit i didn't know that was her yeah, so Fujiyama's Adolescence, I think, is the translated name. Yeah. That went for, like, eight volumes. Mm, okay. And then her last series was also with Shogakukan, which was uh, Cat Temple's Miss Chion. I don't think I know that one. Uh, but I like that. that. I like that title. Yeah, I like that title, too. I mean, wow. Okay, you could have... I'm surprised, because this looks very... Like, the art looks very fresh. Like, this is somebody's just first time doing a serial especially in the in the use of like um backgrounds and lack of them like and mm-hmm. like you know the uh, as we just said a lot of the panels like there's very little text like the panel where um 
like where the two leads like first meet each, meet each other and the girl's like in the box like that panel like that page just being two pages of just that yeah I, honestly i think that's a that's actually a show of uh how much she she has grown as like an artist that like she's able to express that kind of stuff like on command yeah like mm. and i also like the wispiness of the hair i had to point that out i, I mm. like oh that mega cowlick yeah <laughs> new charm point detect <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's interesting because like looking at like her first year's katekin it de- definitely looks like her art style has evolved a lot but like yeah mm-hmm. you usually don't see this kind of like uh style of paneling and like artwork from usually like uh, veteran authors like say like you look at Inyo Asano for instance like his new series Mujira Into the Deep is like it's very it's very kind of meticulous in how everything is like designed and like how it's paneled we're here it's like very much more freeform relaxed kind of like the tone of the manga yeah yeah I think it, it fits really well because the whole theme is about sleeping and like the the panel composition gives a very like dreamlike quality to it uh it feels very like stream of consciousness almost uh yeah i think it 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 fits tonally very well Mm, yeah for sure so what do we what about our leads how do we feel about them they're cute they should hold hands (laughs) let these kids sleep (laughs) i love that okay i love that the fact that like they sleep together like it's uh it's such an intimate thing that doesn't have to be sexual, but obviously there's attraction between them and it goes both ways. And like, I think that's really, that's really cute. That's very, I don't know the word. Like, yeah, it's intimate. I I think it's a, a, a nice thing to depict when it comes to like chemistry between them. Yeah. Like I like that. Um, uh, Nakami, I think is the guy's name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah I, yeah. I like that. Like he is portrayed as, you know, kind of a grouch and, like as soon as he meets up with the her name is escaping me now why magari nagari yeah as soon as he meets up with her and hears her story like he's like you know maybe you're the one with the screw loose and then she admits that she does and then she's telling him how she can't sleep and feels grumpy and everything then he realizes oh wait you know yeah oh she just like me yeah. for real <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like it's through this kind of strange bond of theirs of being unable to sleep that they start to connect I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. and I, I love the stories like that, where it's like, it's less a thing where it's like boy meets girl. It is boy meets girl, but it's like they have yeah. such a strange, it's such a like strange. There's bond. an explanation for there, Yeah, there's like an explanation for why they get along, even though they're so different. Exactly. Like one is like Magari is sporty and uh, extroverted because she wanted to change the, her image, like after growing up, like as a sickly kid or whatever. And like, uh, fuck! I forgot his name already. Nakami. Uh, <laughs> N- Nakami is like, uh, he's just so over it. Like he accepts that, uh, he's miserable, and if other people have something to say about it, he'll he doesn't care. Like, just add on to my fucking misery. I've accepted my fate. <laughs> type shit. Yeah, and you know, it's this idea that she is like. I mean, I'm going to sound corny here, but it's like she is somewhat providing that kind of nightlight, I guess, to him. Because, like, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. you can see him slowly kind of warming up a bit as the the volume goes on. Because he has this somebody now that understands, like, what he's going through. Yeah, he's he's finally allowing himself the chance to be like a kid. Yeah, exactly. And, like... The idea to that, I mean, and I like the idea too of him just being kind of like the yin to her yang, I guess, for lack of better terms. Yeah, they're so they're so opposites track, but like it, it's done well. I also really like that, like the uh, they go to. It, it feels like this thing could have been just a, a single volume, just because they go like we go we go from them meeting to them like kind of um you know bonding, and then we go to like the advisor I think goes to bat for them to keep mm-hmm. keep the observatory. Like yeah, mm. this could easily be a fucking like a single movie. Yeah, I mean, which it is getting a movie adaption too, along with the anime, live action or animated. Live action. Nice. I actually, I want to see that. That's a uh, that's good. That's like, I feel like this is it's the perfect kind of story. That's like, 
it's suited for for live action actors because a lot of it is character acting like like body language and shit like how the the, the people move and shit and having like real people express that like it's so different yeah yeah like th- there's gonna be a live action movie in the anime i i don't know when the live action movie is coming out but i i do hope that that gets like a domestic release because i agree with mary and it's like I feel I almost as much as I'm happy for there to be an anime version, just because that's more we're obviously going to get that. And that would have been more likely for us to get. Like, mm-hmm. I do feel like this would have definitely will uh, benefit more from a live action one. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of like spirits titles, like kind of tend to lean towards getting live action adaptations. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because like they, a lot of at least the titles I've seen and read lately from it have definitely felt more grounded in some senses like even if it's not a completely realistic story there's a sense of humanity to it in like a way that's like best expressed through live action yeah yeah if it's something like not supernatural grounded in irl type of setting like it's only it's only natural to want to expect like a live action adaptation yeah yeah i mean and i guess it goes to what um you know, we're bringing up Asano again. Like, I remember Vilor and I had this conversation when I was with him in LA that he has said that it's like the big comics and Shogaku Khan Seinen magazines are considered a pedigree in Japan. Like, yeah. you know, that. We're getting mad men in fucking manga form, bitches. I'm <laughs> <laughs> getting prestige TV, <laughs> but manga. I mean, cancel your HBO sub right now. <laughs> oh my god i mean it it occurred to me too like again when like say trillion game got announced for like a tv drama which i mean like you think like a big title like that that's by like the author of dr stone would be like oh okay yeah that natural anime but no it's kind of that prestige idea where it's like it's going to live action because that's similar i guess audience that a lot of the readers are probably like associated this is gonna be real tv (laughs) Real TV, edgy all None the of time. That animated kids. <laughs> I mean, we say we say all this though, but like also Shonen Sunday gets a lot of live action stuff. Like, so I just think it, overall it's just just Shogaku Khan aura because like yeah, I mean yeah, like stuff like Silver Spoon got an anime too, but also got a live action movie. Like um, Alzakura got a live action movie and. Uh, TV show, yeah, that got that got that as well. Comey got it live action and an anime. Like it seems like Chicago Crunch stuff just seems to lend itself well to like live action stuff more than um I mean more than any other shonen magazine. Yeah. I wonder what that says about the demographics. <laughs> Why am I talking like this? <laughs> I just think, like, I, I remember, I mean, like, I, I know we're, we're way off topic, but, like, um, I just remember that being a thing, you know, a big discussion about demographics and everything. And I know I threw in my hat for that conversation in the sense that uh, um, I said that even within Shonen magazines in that demographic, they're all very different from each other. Because, like, mm-hmm. um, clearly, clearly some titles are meant to draw in a different kind of uh a, a different kind of yeah, a different kind of reader to their base. Yeah, yeah, I would say all three magazines are all trying, definitely vying for a different type of reader. Like, um, because I remember reading, I mean, you know, the new darling Akane Banashi. Like, I remember reading somebody, like, I guess one of the authors said that they're writing it like a Spokon. So, like, which from the little bit I've read, it definitely comes off that way. I mean, that kind of makes sense as the artist last series was a spoke okay so there you go <laughs> so like and it, and it feels like that, that it feels like that is a lot of what jump is is like you know really kind of competitive even for things that are usually not traditionally a competitive thing um while mm-hmm. magazine definitely leans more to the rom-com stuff i mean i as somebody who translates the tlc's for a magazine every week like it looks like 75 percent of magazines rom-coms yep. <laughs> so. some of which are better than others <laughs> magazines kind of crazy because they they lean hard into like oh if it's action it's gonna be fucking action you're gonna go 
Hollywood, all these fucking action scenes every fucking week. Yeah, let's go type shit. Or like if it's uh, sports, it's like the most hot blooded sports you've ever seen in your fucking life. If you're if you're reading this sports manga and you're not playing it the next day, you're you're doing it wrong type shit. And they they like they go balls to the wall with whatever genre. So if it's rom com, it's gonna be some zany shit. Or like the more subdued stuff is is still there, but like. Nah, man, that this is the fucking magazine that had Koji sale. Like, where else are you going to get fucking crazy shit? Yeah, no, I mean, and he's still and he's still thriving there. Well, I mean, you get to Sunday, which, you know, which is just like I, I know the previous editor, the previous editor, Ichihara, had said that it's more of a it's more of a career focused magazine, which at first I didn't get what he meant. But then you look at it and it's like, yeah, most of I mean. Right now, one of the big one of the big manga in Sunday is a veterinary uh forensic uh, forensic vet, veterinary medicine manga. You're not gonna get that in another Sheldon magazine. <laughs> that is some wild shit. <laughs> it, it like like it, you know you have one where the I mean Taiku no as much as we make fun of Taiku no Hata on this uh Hato on this on this um podcast. It's marine biology school. <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, and then, yeah, of course, you have, like, Conan and all those other things in it. But still, it's just, then it just it just feels like it transfers well over and bringing it back to Insomniacs. It just feels like it transfers well over to this very grounded sense that the Shogakukan magazines all seem to have in common, be it seinen or shonen. And, I mean, just. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's niche made normie in the best way possible. I mean, Yeah. Like our good friend Maxi put it best, where it's just like they they just treat this stuff like they're it's a hobby to them. So like right. that's why you get so many series that are just kind of like we don't really care if it does well. <laughs> we just, yeah, it's a very personable blog because it feels if and that makes it inviting to read because it's like oh I'm not gonna I'm gonna put I'm not gonna put expectations on the manga or the reader. Uh, it's just like yeah, like read what you like. Yeah, it's, it's just like chill. yeah, it's just like they invite manga cut to just draw what you want. If it sells, fine, that's good. If it doesn't, eh. <laughs> it's not important to us. I mean, yeah, it always feels it always feels like checking with it, checking in with an old friend. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, but yeah, go, going back to Insomnia's after school, like um. I, I'm just kind of flipping through it a little bit, and like we were talking about Nagari and uh, Nakami's relationship, and it's just like the one page when he comes to the realization that he's like, I actually want to come to school now because of her. I don't know what is this relationship that we have. Like, I think that sums up That's this cute. first volume very, very well. Like, it's not really. I, I I could see it eventually becoming a thing where they're like in a relationship. But it's like at a point where it's like, what is this exactly? And I think that that's what makes it charming is that it's ill-defined. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that feels much more natural because half the time uh, when it comes to like teen romance or whatever, it's just people being awkward and feeling around and shit. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And it's through you, you make that connection with somebody through whatever it is maybe it is just something as normal as anime or manga and or it is just the inability to being able to sleep inability to sleep man it's not easy having a fat dick <laughs> <laughs> i miss recording with you guys <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't that right fellas come on The joke is that we all have fat dicks. I mean, what? Okay. <laughs> That's the thing we haven't cut. Never mind. Don't worry about it. I plead the fifth. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, we can move on. Oh my god. That's what you come to SNS for. <laughs> yeah. It's a Saturday night. We get it raunchy. Not, not really. God. Yeah, nah. I mean, like, I guess going back to what we were saying, um, I feel like this is definitely the type of series that you wouldn't find in, like, a place outside of Shudakukan, for sure. Because it's, like, mm -hmm. it's so relaxed and laid back, and it's not, it's not trying to force a romantic relationship between, like, our leads. 
it'll yeah. probably develop eventually, but like the fact that it's not established right away is like, oh, I am in love with this person by the end of this volume. I feel it was really kind of showing that it's taking its time. It's like making it feel far more natural than what you usually see in like, say, your average magazine rom-com, not to dig on magazine no, rom-coms. No, go ahead and do it. Those fuckers deserve Rent it. Rent a Girlfriend <laughs> is bad, guys. Rent a Girlfriend is trash. <laughs> Damn. Good. Good. Gadansha deserves it. All They're getting all animes every week and shit. They don't deserve that shit. You can say that, but you still translate their TLC, you I, fucking weirdo. <laughs> I do. I should quit, honestly. <laughs> Man, man, get the secure the bag. Don't worry about it. But he's not getting paid. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I'm not, I, I'm, I mean, I'm getting for TXT. I, I mean, like, I yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it is literally that because I mean, because of that, then they tra- they t- retweet the Sunday TLC, which gets far less like interaction. No, that's <laughs> no, you know what? That's a that's a give and take. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the reason why I agreed to do it because they have more followers. And I'm gonna stop there because I'm gonna go into a rant about that and this isn't the time for it. <laughs> but um, don't worry. Um yeah, I, I do like that this whole thing it, the the whole first volume is just like a slow boil. There's like no I don't want to say there's no stakes, although I guess that wouldn't be completely un- inaccurate because like it really isn't just like it is just them. Nagari and uh, Nakami just kind of like I, vibing. Yeah, vibing and kind of building a home away from home. Like they find like couches they put in the observatory. They um It's like they're married. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. As much as we're talking about that their relationship isn't romantic, they they like go through those phases, sort of. It's intimate without like being sexual. Yeah. That's the crazy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have. They, they are literally. They're literally my fr- my my friends, Delvis and Rachel. That like, they they just got together like uh, in college, and they just haven't. They just been together since they moved in, and now they have a cat together. Yeah, no, I, it is exactly that. They 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 are building a home. Like <laughs> it's just in the observatory. They have a cat child. They have a a group chat. They have. Every, I mean, like it, it is a thing that it, it just feels like. Like I could, it could go either way where I could see this being, I mean, I don't know how many volumes it is currently, but like I could see it being several volumes in and like their relationship hasn't advanced, but it doesn't feel like, oh man, this is a waste mm-hmm. of time. Like why aren't, why aren't they kissing already? But at the same time, I could also see it being a thing where it's like, okay, they have advanced in like maybe, I don't know, four volumes in or whatever. They are like officially dating or something. But either mm-hmm. way, I wouldn't mind it because it's just like they're both very just – I don't know. It, 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 it's going at its pace. That's the it's thing. It's going at its pace. Just, and it, it helps that they're both very likable. Even Nakami who at first just seems like a grouch. Like once is it, once he starts to open himself up, you see him as – he becomes just this very – I mean very – he's like a droll character. But he's still just like – he's still relatable in that way. Yeah. Like he still has things he likes. He Stuff that he enjoys doing. I feel like um, it, it, it's cool that like them getting to to know each other is like it it it, it instilled a positive change in both of them because of the fact that they're both able to uh, they they both found what they wanted the most, which is just like getting to rest, and like through that they also they're like growing as people, and like that that's so nice to see. Like um, I I don't see I don't expect it to happen right away, but like now that uh uh. Ne- Nagami is like uh looking forward to to going to school again like that's going to change his personality over time and like even the people who uh always call him out as like being grouchy and like unpersonable like they're going to see eventually that he's he's going to be more chill and like it, the seeds are like sown there for like um like personal development and like them uh opening up to each other about like their secrets and stuff like that's also gonna help them like trust each other and i feel like seeing that kind of like i feel like this is like explosive for for like an entry point into like like a i don't want to call it romance but like 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 a drama like this or whatever it's not even a drama yeah it's a, it, yeah exactly this is the, that's the thing of el shigaku come along is like they're so ill-defined yeah. <laughs> like it's slice of life really yeah slice yeah slice of life is the best way i mean like yeah it could turn into like and that's what that that being ill-defined 
is what gives us so much freedom. It could be anything. It could end up being a drama at some point. I, I kind of hope not, but like it, it could be a straight up rom-com, which again, I hope not. I, I mean, it could, it could be any one of those things just because yeah. of its ill-defined nature. I mean, going back to what you were saying. It doesn't, it doesn't feel, what I like about it is that it doesn't feel cheap for that. Yeah. Because you know that there, there are lots of uh, stories out there that they can like, they, they spread their, their, they're like tendrils into different genres just to see like, okay, which one's going to bite, which one's going to, which one is going to be what the people want to see. And then they, they immediately latch onto that once they find like, oh, okay, this is going to be what makes it a hit. Uh, there, it's just like clearly just like waiting its path and just like, yeah, it's, I said it's, this and it's taking you along for it's, it has a vision even, well, no, I wouldn't even say it has a vision. It's just kind of meandering around is inviting you to join in. And if you're, if you're in for that or not. And I think that that's, yeah. that's, that's really, I mean, like you said earlier, I think that that makes it more inviting than a series that's like, I am this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, oh, you know what? This is, I, I, I just remembered. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have this Slack group for comics beat that, uh, every weekend people can say like, Oh, what are you going to read this weekend? And, uh, I don't, I don't participate a lot, but this week I wrote that I, I was going to talk about this on the podcast. And uh, one of the one of the things I wrote in my little paragraph was like, uh, the author has a really good grip on the intricacies of personal space and interpersonal relationships and can express the quick but natural chemistry between the two leads. It reminds me of what I like about Shogakukan manga, that they allow the artists to draw stories to their pace without letting the weekly release format instill a similar urgency to their titles. Very cozy to read. So like, yeah, like it, it feels like when it comes to weekly manga, you're all, the point is always to have like a climax, something to stand out, something big happening like every chapter, uh, because that's what keeps the, the weekly readers engaged. This was this is like it reads naturally in like volume format, and like any any of these single stories that you pick them out, uh, in, like reading it in a magazine or whatever, it, it it feels the same every week. Is what I'm trying to say. Like it doesn't feel like it, it's it's trying very hard to like. Yeah, to have like a like a hook that like, okay, right. I have to read the next chapter because I must know what's going to happen. It, it feels like the kind of thing that I think you said it and I like that what you said, which is like it feels like visiting – like you could skip a couple of chapters and then come back on your free time and you're just like – it's not like you missed a whole lot. You might – and through that, that's almost like creating a hook that you can feel like, okay, I want to go back. I don't feel compelled to. I want to go back and check these other chapters because I just like seeing these characters that much. Yeah, it's, it's has this like very strong establishment of like a consistent tone, which I mean, especially for like a series so early on, that's tough. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, I and again, I mean, I know we're talking about this, but like again, I just feel like that is something that filters through all of the Shogakukan mangas. Even, like, the action, like, shonen that you run in Shonen Sunday. Like, I mean, my big favorite, Kakaishi, has the same kind of thing. Where, like, yeah, you'll have the arcs where there is, like, obviously a hook at the end of the chapter. Like, like an urgent threat. Yeah, there's a, but then you'll have this chapters where it is Yoshimori just making a cake <laughs> or or helping, yeah. helping out a ghost. I mean, even something like Gashbell will just have chapters where it's, like, the characters are just me- goofing around. <laughs> Having those moments where it's not like a uh, like fucking throat to the uh, knife to knife to the throat level of like oh you're supposed to be engaged with this media whatever it feels like um it, it's letting the reader breathe mm-hmm. and like it, it's so good for um, establishing like I keep saying it it's, it's a fucking vibe bro yeah no I, and I and I and I and I think that that's really the strength of Shogakukan in this in general I mean going back to what you were saying about uh. Um, Damn, Nagari. Nagari sharing her secrets. Like, yeah, she does say at one point that she was sick as a kid, and that's why she keep. And everybody, the thing that she hated the most was that everybody worried about her. So, like, mm-hmm. like that's why she keeps her insomnia secret. And the fact that she's, you know, told um Nakami about it, that just goes to what you were saying about them. Kind of like this intimacy between the two of them. It's very. It start. It starts very small, but it's like. It starts with a sm- a small thing like them having that in common, and then it starts to grow. It kind of snowballs. Yeah, like- it just grows and grows, and it, it's something that they're fostering more that more than yeah. something that just happens, and we're just thrown in the middle of it. And for like for how little actually happens, I feel like the 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 quote unquote progress between them is like massive. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it feels like for 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 so for so little 
uh, chapters for what, um, I feel like the, the amount of events quote unquote that happen, like you can, you can fit them in like, like five bullet points or something. Uh, but it, it still feels like the personal, personal space between them, like evolved, like the, the, their relationship as it is with how they interact with each other has like changed profoundly. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Cause like, I feel like in the moment you don't really think about it, but every chapter had some sort of impact in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like kind of the climax of this volume very much was them having to kind of deal with like, okay, are we going to lose the observatory unless like yeah. we become like this club and like, it feels like, kind of quick considering we're in volume one but because they've already established this relationship so strongly in the previous chapters it doesn't feel all that abrupt yeah yeah no that's actually really yeah no that's a good point i hadn't thought about it that way that each chapter is building towards something but i think that just is a strength that just goes to show just how strong their characterizations are is that you you don't realize that this stuff is happening until you step back from it and real and think about it that oh wow yeah a lot actually happened in this first volume yeah the fact that like uh magari went from like okay we're we're dividing this cuz uh, we're boy and girl and that's going to happen and then like last chapter she she ends up like falling asleep like next to him uh like at his back and like clutching him and like that the personal space which i keep fucking saying has like it, it has changed so much yeah i mean the metagame has evolved yeah <laughs> yeah like she's uh, cuddling the homie good night <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah because last thing's like my your heart i mean it's something that she even throughout the volume she realizes that you know because like yeah. when they're hiding from the police officer when they're hanging out at night like she yeah, falls. that was the first. That was the first moment where she's like clutching him. Yeah, she's like, and then it happens again. Yeah, but, yeah, but voluntarily. Yeah, that time, like that time, it just happened. They were both hiding behind something, and so she happened to be pressed up against him. And then for a minute, she nodded off. And then it's like I feel like and she's like, oh, okay. And then like by the end of the volume, she's like, yeah, I think your heartbeat is the most relaxing sound of it at all, which is the most romantic. That's thing romantic, you- bitch. Yeah, that's the most romantic thing that you could say without i mean that's 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 in the i love you tier without saying it <laughs> you know that shit is godlike yeah which is i again and now now that they've established like this club like that also opens up you know the door for other characters to get involved which i mean one thing i often say when doing the sunday threads is like i it's always great when you can establish the main characters and the premise but what really makes a manga live or die, or well, a story—not even just a manga—live or die is the supporting cast. So, uh, which we, which, which I, which we do get, we do get some pictures of like their friends, and you, you could definitely mm-hmm. see the characters that are going to end up interacting with them later. But I do like that this cha- this first volume, which going back to what you've been saying, Marion, like I feel like another series would have tried to establish like the supporting cast immediately. But this volume, mm-hmm. but this series, because it's allowed to have this kind of sense of its own pacing, we get to just focus on the main characters for an entire volume, which would be unheard of in, like, any other, like, manga anthology, I feel like. Yeah, it's weird to think about, because I feel like, I don't know how often, like, big comic spirit shows get, like, straight up canceled. Because I feel it's a lot longer than, like, your average weekly magazine. You gotta really fuck up. Yeah, no... I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with both of you. Like at this point, like I, I can't think of, yeah, no, I can't think of like any like big the big series where it's like just straight up canceled, opposed to just the author told the story they need to tell and it's ending. Yeah, and it feels like it kind of feels like the very much the mentality of like big comic editorial because I, I, I remember even that like. Uh, author's comment from like a journal of my father yes. where like Juru Tanaguchi was just told like don't think about the sales just draw what's interesting and that constantly seems to be the theme in a lot of big comic magazines it's like authors are just drawing what they think is interesting and if it sells it sells yeah sometimes you just gotta let it rock <laughs> yeah no I, I I think that and that's Definitely to this series' benefit, at least for this very strong first volume. Like, again, I feel like at this point, I, I know I said it before, but I feel like at this point, if it were just a single volume release, I would be mostly satisfied with this. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I'm happy definitely we're going to get, we're getting more volumes, which I really wish I knew how many volumes are out so far. I think it's 12. 12. Okay. And still ongoing. So, I mean. It's 12 volumes currently? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, I I definitely am looking forward to seeing, like, how this is going to unfold from here. Especially since, again, now that we have a club, we definitely, we have a chance for other characters to shine as well. Oh. I wonder if there's going to be some eventual fucking uh, Kaguya, like, uh, I don't know, more or whatever. Actually, that'd be interesting if they they did have, like, they did have, like, equal focus to the the supporting cast as much as they do the leads. And it becomes, like, an ensemble thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant, like, the Japanese uh, mythos. Oh, oh, (laughs) God. I'm sorry. (laughs) I should have been more clear. I was going to be like, sleep is war now? <laughs> that, that should have been the subtitle. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. That's pretty uh, I, I respect that. Higher V-Lord. <laughs> Big comic. All right. I'll, I'll vouch for him in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Nah, man. I, I think... Uh, do we have anything else to say? Read it. I just wanted, I, I just wanted to say uh, one thing. If there's one thing we've learned today... Is that Shogakukan is uh, a big proponent of uh, them things thangin' respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why we, that's why we do this show because like we just have big respect for them and they're you know they're they're not the the most the most prominent like publisher due to probably because they choose to do things this way, but we appreciate them for for sticking with it. They let it rock, and that's that's the most important thing. When you let the author rock, and they they just do they just do what they feel like. We we got some good shit usually. Yeah, usually. I'm just yeah usually. I'm not gonna name names. I I I, I, I want to I want to make a Kodansha joke, but I'm not. I mean Kodansha. I should I shouldn't use an in joke that nobody's going to get. <laughs> but yeah, Kodansha. I, I want to make a Kodansha joke, but. Mm, I'm going to zip my lips on one that one. One day, Shigaku-kan will get their own simul-pub platform in England. Don't, please don't bring that up, because that just makes me sad to think about how that's <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> never. And the monkey's paw curls. It's never going to happen, because their, their titles are all over the place, and it's just... <laughs> I mean, most of the, like, I, I guess you could possibly get a weekly Shonen Sunday, like, like simul-pub thing, because they have most of the weekly Shonen Sunday stuff, but, like... Then you go to other stuff, and yeah, you, it's not happening. I feel like if if it happened at this point, it'd have to be done by Shogakukan themselves. Yeah, kind of like manga up. Yeah, it would be their their like version of a manga plus initiative. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, insomnia <laughs> after school. That shit rocks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, definitely you should pick up this first volume. Um, uh, like. I know we didn't. We've been all over the place, but like I def- also appreciate the lettering. Like I feel like that should be oh, mentioned. Yeah. That should be mentioned. Mm-hmm. The lettering and like the touch-up art, very good. Mm-hmm. I love it. I I think um, the SFX is really good on the eyes. Yes, yes. Like um, who did this? Translation was I, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. Andrea Cheng. Let me see. Um, touch-up art is Inori, Inori Fukuda Trent, and designed by Alice Lewis, editor Jennifer Sherman. So, big shout out to all of them. Like, like this this first volume looks very, very good. Mm, yeah. Yes. I know uh, Inori Fukuda Trent did uh, the Mike Sanokoku uh, collector's edition release. Okay. Oh shit. You know that that nice. that shaggy pedigree. All right. I take it. I need to read more. Yeah, Mason. I read like two omnis. Yeah, Mason's a thing that I, I definitely want to like read or watch soon because I feel like now I'm getting more into the Takahashi canon now that I've been um, watching Urusei Yatsura and I finished Rene earlier this year. Yeah. So it's good and it hits different when you're out of school. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I, like, I think Mason's like, the one I haven't touched, like, at all. I mean, I watched a few episodes, but I haven't, like, read the manga at all. So, I feel like that's maybe what I need to hit up next. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we, do we know, has the translator done anything else that we know of? 
They've done a few things. Uh, Yakuza Lover is the main Shoggy one. Ooh, okay. okay. I got a review copy for that, and <laughs> I I fucked up because uh, I got I got I got uh, hit by a lot of life shit, <laughs> so I forgot to read it. <laughs> it's horny though, very horny. Oh, I know that. Yeah, that's exactly why I fucking asked for that. Give <laughs> 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 me some uh, some horny Jose. Come on. Yeah, and some other things are like accomplishments of the Duke's daughter, which I think is that's J novel, right? Oh, the manga version? Uh, light novel. Oh, 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 she translated. Nice. I think um, was that Seven Seas? Yeah, that's Seven Seas. They 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 did both the light novel and the manga, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, yeah, the manga's good too. Uh, I think it's a good adaptation. Mm, nice. Yeah, I have to check it out at some point. Okay, okay, but yeah, definitely good stat, uh, good localization staff. Like, so yeah, I mean, the anime is coming out the eleventh. You guys said, or was it the fourteenth? Eleventh. Eleventh. Okay, so yeah, anime is coming out the eleventh on High Dive, and I don't know if I said it on here or off mic, but either way, like, I, I, out of everybody that's streaming anime, I love their translations the most. So I feel like people are going to be in for a real treat. Like when when the stream begins for this, and of course, being on high dive means it's going to get a dub. So all people who want a dub will get that eventually as well. But yeah, definitely check out the anime version, um, and of course the manga version, and hopefully, I mean, maybe somebody will bring over the live action movie when it happens. One thing I think is weird is like like um the volume has the note makes it makes it sound like um. Like the anime and the live action film are already like out by the time this volume is out, which I mean, they're future proofing the volume. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe the anime would have started, like, but like, um, well, yeah, no, the anime would have definitely have started. What am I talking about? <laughs> but like the live action film, I don't know if that has a date yet. It's June. June. Okay. Well, there you go. So definitely would have been after. <laughs> but yeah, either way, like, I, I do hope they'll bring it over. Like, I, I I don't know who would do that, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like, now I think about it, we still haven't gotten the Inio Asano live-action films either. This is true, and I really want to watch Downfall. <laughs> I need my depression in live-action form. <laughs> I've read reviews. You know what this means? Mm-hmm. It's, time, it's time to lobby Criterion. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. We have we have the we have the power. We do. We have the clout. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess that that's. I mean, unless you guys have anything else you want to say, I guess that's it for us on this. Yeah, that was a do- doozy of an episode. I'm ready to get some sleep. I don't know about you all. Yeah, ready to get back to the, the hater sleeping up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was volume one of Insomnia's After School. It's a uh, when, when does the manga come out? Is it already out? Yeah, it is. It's already out. It's already out by Fizz. Uh, is it in print? Yeah, it's in print. It's in print and digital. And uh, we we recommend it. Uh, in case you, you you didn't notice. <laughs> in, case you, in case you fell asleep on this. <laughs> mm. Don't sleep on this. Mm. Don't sleep on mm. it. It's a manga about not sleeping and you definitely shouldn't sleep on it. <laughs> You should be cooking instead. (laughs) This has been Saturday Night Shaggy. You can find us anywhere that podcasts are listened to. Anchor, Spotify, uh, you name it. We're there. Give us a a rating. Uh, Give us feedback. Uh, We have an email at, uh, is it Saturday Night Shaggy at Gmail? I believe it's Sat. Night, yeah, it's at gmail.com. Okay, so yeah, satnightshoggy at gmail.com. You can email us. Uh, maybe, maybe you know a shoggy manga that you want to talk about. Uh, hey, just let us know. Any suggestions are welcome. Uh, we we read a lot and uh, we have a lot to say. So, yeah. Um, we also have a Twitter at satnightshoggy. Um, you can talk to us there. Uh, all our whenever our episodes come out, they will also be announced there. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, Sakaki, where can the people find you? Yes, you can find me. I'm, I'm, well, probably by the time this episode comes out, I won't be anymore, but my current, I'm currently on hiatus on my personal Twitter, but you can still find it at Kirobon, K I I R O B O N on Twitter. 
I mean, there hasn't been anything there for the last month, but again, probably by the time this is out, I'll be bet I'll be tweeting there. But where the real fun is at is at WSS Talkback on Twitter, mm. which is where we talk about the entire Shonen Sunday magazine every week. And I've been doing the And you're the only person that does this. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I've been doing plugs and I totally forgot that we're also doing guests on now every month. So like oh shit yeah we're 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 we've we we're we're completely going insane yeah the guess on magazine where you can see things like Q Hayashida with Die Dark and and uh, Adachi Mitsuru and Mix which is also getting an anime this upcoming season or season two oh, yeah, I should the, the sequel yeah, the sequel anime yep, yeah yep so like we're doing we do weekly Shonen Sunday and guess on every month and every week. So, like, there are lots of magazine Twitters out there, but we're the only ones that, like, cover the entire magazine from cover to cover. So definitely come check us out, see, talk about news. We also talk about news, covers, all those things. We also have... Uh, the- yeah, new volume releases. Mm, you got to love yeah, looking at you, that beautiful eye candy. Yes, yes. Then we also have wsstalkback.blogspot.com, which is where we have um, interview. We translate interviews with uh, mangaka or editors, um, have reviews for mangaka, Manga, um, and and yeah, mostly manga and sometimes like uh, books, which I'm hint hint. There's something possibly coming for a book, a shoggy related book mm. soon. But um, the most recent thing on there is an interview with Gosho Aoyama uh, to commemorate the the upcoming Detective Conan and Uniqlo uh, collaboration, and that was a fun interview to translate and mercifully short. <laughs> so like, definitely give that a read. Um, bes- Aoyama was like, I doth hereby decree Conan shall have drip. <laughs> it's almost like, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, uh, besides that, I, I'm on the v- V-Lord podcast network. I actually got to be on the D- Demon Slayer podcast. I was so recently. <laughs> so after like, Poggers. after like what, a year or two of not being on it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's one of our highest performing episodes, apparently. So clearly, we need you on more. Yeah, clearly, or we just need to go to all of like the world. Like whenever Demon Slayer is a world premiere event, we just need to go to all of them, no matter where they are. But no, uh, I mean, there's D Slayer podcast. Um, also, another another day, another adventure at another DB Pod, where it's a Dragon Ball podcast, where we do with our good that I do with our good friend Colton. Where if, Go, if it's animated and Goku's in it, we're going to try to talk about it eventually. So that's been a lot of fun, and definitely check that out. Um, and uh, oh, wow, I, I guess I'm doing everybody's stuff, huh? Okay, so uh, also Oversoul, uh, Sean King podcast, which we also <laughs> do, <laughs> which we also do together. Which I, I guess we, we should get back to that, especially since we're Flowers is animating, getting an anime. Yeah, yeah and the manga version's coming out physically soon. It's, oh, quick question: so, Do you think uh, Hayashi Bar is going to sing again, or will they give it to uh, Hannes Moisak? I mean. That that's a good question. Because I mean, Hana's voice actor is the same as uh, Yo's, so which, just food for thought. Yeah, but that's interesting to think mm. about. But I mean, besides all those, I also write for Tsunami Faithful. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's where you can find me. You be doing shit. That's my boy. Everyone follows him. Too much shit, probably. <laughs> but yeah, no, please, please, you know, come in and enjoy. Oh, shit. I forgot to do our uh, the normal thing for WSSCB, which is if there's a Shokaku-kun manga or, like, it doesn't have to necessarily be Shonen, weekly Shonen Sunday. It could be big comic, like this series, or any Shokaku-kun thing. Definitely come and write, you know, let us know that you want to write about it or talk about it in some way. Like, we love having yeah. guests. We love having guest writers. So That's how I started. I, uh... I forgot what the fuck the first thing I wrote was, but I did write for WSSTV. Was it ping pong? Like, and, I, mm, I, I, wanna, I, 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 no, that was the, that was the first review copy I got. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I wrote about something else. Uh, as the first thing. Yeah. I mean, either way, I mean, in one of our biggest, and I, I mean, I, I have to show how proud of I am of my boy, but like one of our biggest like posts is your like write up. You did that one year like that. I still, we still get like people reading that. So, uh, oh shit! Are you talking about the 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 what was it? the roundup? I the think big, yeah, the big one that was like oh yeah, the roundup for the season. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, that, that was yeah that was, that was a, that was a while ago, but that's still like one of the biggest like not translations that we have on the site. Yo, pass me that shit. Pass me the link. I gotta reread that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'll do that. That was like two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was like twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. 
God, 2021. Oh, I think that yeah, I think that was May, March or or no, it was in May of 21. I think it was before it was March sounds more accurate. But either way, yeah, it, it like Marion did a really great job of that write up and I mean, I understand life Sheesh. I understand life happens, but like I I would definitely welcome them to come and do another one. I will eventually. Yeah. My goal is to like even if I don't publish them all um at the same time or, or not at the same time. Uh my goal is to write an article a month. So like even if I don't publish that same month, um I am going to have 12 articles up or reviews or essays whatever. I'm going to have 12 pieces done by then. And I'll definitely submit something for WSSTV. But yeah, that's me. Like spotlights on you guys. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Good. Good. Everyone should uh, rewind and listen to the whole thing again because that's that's what we do. V <laughs> um, Lord, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, people can uh, find me on Twitter at V GTZ, and I write various things for mangamavericks.com as well as tsunamifaithful.com. So you can check out my writing over there. And Sakaki basically plugged the entire V Lord mm-hmm. podcast universe at this point. Yeah, I think the only one left to mention is uh, the Dumbweebs podcast at Dumbweebs Pod on Twitter. Um, and the other thing I want to mention, too, is by the time this episode's out, we'll have launched our Patreon for the Demon Slayer podcast and V-Lord podcast universe. Ooh. So if you want to support us, get a uh, early the jokes look are real. at... <laughs> Everything is real now. <laughs> But yeah, if you want to get an early look look at our upcoming release calendar uh, or early access to episodes and we're also going to do monthly bonus pods, go uh, subscribe over to the Patreon. You can donate as little as $1 a month. But yeah, anything you can give us, we'll really appreciate. And you can find that on Patreon at patreon.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast Universe. So check that out. Nice. Uh, yeah, definitely check out the VLord Podcast Network. Um, our little DM chat is called uh, Manga Reviewers Incorporated, which I made up as a joke. A little sad you didn't adopt that name, but it's okay. We let it rock. Um, that was one of the candidates. Uh, okay, that's fair. You know what? That makes me feel better. That's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm Marion, and you can find me on Twitter at microwavy. The E is before the V. Um, yeah, and I also write reviews and podcasts. Uh, I'm on Oversoul, D- Demon Slayer podcast. Uh, just those two, right? And then yeah, and then SNS. Um, this is the one that I actually host myself um, as like the main main host or whatever. But uh, but yeah. And then besides that, I also I had the Good Friends Anime Club, which has been on internal hiatus for years, but that was my first podcast, baby, and I love it a lot. Um, episodes are up on SoundCloud and like Spotify and Anchor and everywhere, so you can definitely give that a shot. I talk about a lot of shit because I'm in, I'm a multifaceted person who loves media. So if you're into light novels, manga, anime, games, whatever, I talk about a lot of shit. Um, and I also write. Um, I, I've also written for Tsunami Faithful. Um, that, that you can check that out at tsunamifaithful.com. Just search my name or, or my handle, Microwave Your Marion. Um, I uh, I wrote about Anime NYC um, last year, so that was fun. Um, I also write. I have a personal blog that I haven't updated in a long time, but the, that's where I write stuff that's more like special to me. Like I guess that. Stuff that I cover because maybe I don't have an outlet to, to put it on, but uh, stuff that resonated with me enough that to make me want to put words on a page. So uh, stuff like Haikyuu, like the the ending of Haikyuu, that was really big. Um, stuff like So I'm a Spider, So What? I love shit like that. Um, God, and then uh, Spider. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, I, I still have to finish the the final light novel volume. Same, same. God, I'm not. I'm not ready. So, me neither i think that's why i've been uh, i've been printing it off because i'm not ready <laughs> oh well yeah um and then uh yeah wssTV i wrote about ping pong i wrote about comey oh man i published lots of comey reviews uh and then i did that uh that roundup bro i'm, I'm looking at this i read so much fucking manga <laughs> oh man Mason and Coke. i read yeah the, the first omnibus there sentai go ranger 
Die Dark. You know, there's a lot of a lot of good ass shoggy out there. Um, and latest to the list. I'm sorry, I'm dragging this out, but I, I'm chat. I'm chatty today. I want to talk about all the this, the this stuff I've done. Uh, I also write for Comics Beat. I wrote a, a One Piece film red review. I wrote about a webtoon called um, Oh God, what was it called? True Beauty. Um, it, it was about a girl who got bullied and got into makeup. Very cool. Very good shit. Um, I have a, a few other pieces in the tank for them too. Um, and yeah, I definitely check out my content if you're interested in my opinions. Because um, I, I think I, I think I have a lot of good things to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I already said uh, you can you can find us anywhere. Give us that rating. Blah blah blah. All right, now I got to come up with some some weird shit. I love ending the episode with just some random ass tangentially related to the fucking topic shit insomniacs sleep alright now that the episode's over Saturday night is over um, you can uh, oh fuck go to sleep like you're wearing some fruit of the loop there you go (laughs) what some some comfy shit you know good night everybody later